D&D After Dark is a Dungeons & Dragons podcast with three semi-professional actors and full-time parents. Previously, on Dark Was the Night. Third letter in hand. The dynamic inquiries boarded the train heading to Greenwich to find the mysterious source of this third incumbent murderer. After some brief exchanges with some interesting characters upon the train, as well as a glimpse of dark memories of the past, the duo made their way to the Royal Hospital, where they had learned that there was a medical conference to be had at Greenwich Hospital and Asylum. The duo made their way there following the haunting instructions of the third letter, whereupon they discovered a mummy man who had been delivered on a wheelchair by a woman in black with white hair. Connections were made, clues were found, and complete immolation was felt by not only the victim, but by one of the doctors who appeared to exhibit signs of that touch of insanity that has been haunting the steps of Jules Walker and Mr. Carl Patrick. So please, sit back and enjoy the terror of this episode of Dark Was the Night. Dynamic inquiries. As you... Whoa. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, as you begin your exiting of the courtyard of Greenwich Asylum and Hospital, the numerous orderlies, patients, doctors, all filing out, all awaiting the the sound of an explosion, awaiting the, the screams <coughs> of chaos. Ten minutes go by. Fifteen minutes go by. Nurse, uh, one of the nurses, the head nurse with whom you had spoken before earlier, uh, Nurse Holmes, sends in a few of the more young, burly, robust orderlies to try to find what exactly we are all trying to avoid. As they disappear into the hospital, the two of you left behind a man to die. And the stage is set. Well, I believe I said at the end of last session that I wanted to start trying to help getting figuring out if we need to get other people, these people to the other hospital, or what, but I suppose we're probably just waiting to see what the state of the inside of this one is. <coughs> so you would like to assist um, some of the doctors and the or other orderlies with uh, trying to keep certain patients restrained or just trying to move them into a more comfortable position while you await news? Or probably. You... Okay, gotcha. I have no um, idea what I'm doing, but I was uh, Also to... to uh, just inquire on this point. Um, will you be touching anyone? Not anyone, no, but like wheelchairs and, okay, and gotcha. stuff. Okay, gotcha. And like, you know, moving tree branches and... Oh, very fair. Stuff like that. Very, very fair. Okay, why don't you uh, go ahead and make a general either survival or dexterity check. Mr. Patrick. Carl's lost in thought. 
20. You're definitely able to <clears throat> assist in organization, hurting certain people. Uh, when certain patients start to get on too unruly, a flat stare from your amethyst eyes quickly silences any thoughts of rebellion. Sorry, Patrick, proceed. Carl's lost in thought. He's trying to put together the... Um, the paradox that is... Um, his new supposed calling as truth seeker, and yet the uh, inevitability and unavoidable nature of the uh, clues that are in front of him. Um, he's, as we left the, the scene last time, the image of the mammoth. Uh, Gargantuan figure. Garg gargantuan uh, cephalopod head with the red eyes glowing in his in his memory. <clears throat> uh, it's it's as if the the actions that are going on around him are going much faster, and like Jules is going around and doing that, and he's just trying to put together like that was an unsolvable. Like there, there was no winning, and the man was put under some sort of hypnosis. Some sort of the the, the Dr. doctor, Doctor Beers, was put under some hypnosis. Is this the same demon that's possessed that possessed Father Monahan that is possessing? Um, the wife of the late um, veteran? Uh, yes, Matilda Dansbury. Ms. Dansbury, Widow Dansbury. And trying to figure out how that works and how to avoid it. Like, that's just he's <coughs> trying to put it together and it's... Gotcha. Yeah. <coughs> he's, he's very, you know, slow and deliberate and everything. <coughs> moving on around him. Why don't you both go ahead and give me a perception check? As one of the orderlies exits and runs right over to uh, nurse uh, nurse homes. Nope. Nope. Gotcha. It's a total of nine, but a one. Okay. So. Uh, five. Okay, five was the DC for this right. one. Oh, so, okay. so you hear this? I, I you, you're a little. One, so. Yeah, you're a little. You're a little wrapped up in 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 your thoughts. Thought matter. Um, as you are in the middle of going to. Uh, nurse homes to uh, receive any further instructions on how you can assist. Uh, one of the orderlies runs up and goes, Mom, Mom, um, uh, there was no explosion, but uh, there was a little fire in the uh, operating theater. We were able to smother it, but... Ma'am, Dr. Veers is dead. He's... He, he was in the hallway, and he was just this... The flames took him so quickly, Ma'am. As for the, uh, as for the gentleman in the wheelchair, the poor bastard who started the damn inferno, he's, well, he's nothing more than a skeleton, but, uh, but, what should we do? You see the nurse clench her face, pulling down. She looks and sees that you're right there. And while maintaining eye contact with you, she's going to kind of incline her head back to the orderly, and she's going to say, 
remove Dr. Veers from the hallway, cordon off the operating theatre, and get these patients back in their beds. But, but, ma'am, now! I said now. Right, ma'am. He starts to head over to the other orderlies, and she turns her attention full to you. I suppose I should be grateful that it wasn't an explosion, but... Can I count on your discretion in this matter, miss? Discretion in what way? Until not, such a time... You're not going to be going to the press, if that's what you mean. No, no, I simply mean until such a time that all of my patients are back in their proper care. The fate of the good doctor need not be advertised. I'm not in the habit of advertising horrific deaths of good people. As for Scotland Yard, they may or may not be not notified. Well, if should they approach you, simply direct them to me. I assure you that I will give the full truth of the matter, but for now I do have... My concerns are with the living, not the dead. And she'll nod and turn around and begin ordering the other nurses with whom the orderlies have not yet begun their new instructions. Pat seems not in a vision, but he seems not here. I'll go stand in front of him. Pat. 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 If the mm. victims of these brutal and horrible murders can't be saved. I don't know if I see the point of following another letter. What, you just ignore it next time? I might. Well, I don't know exactly what we're dealing with here, but supernatural elements aside, if this was just a man going through all this, we can't save him, then I would say seems to be some sort of psychopathic sadist, right? It, that is obvious. The, well, the being that we're dealing with is a psychopath. From what I know of sadists, when you don't play their games, it just gets worse. Because he might lash out in more violent ways. And, um, I wouldn't want to be the cause of that. Also, it's true that this seems to be designed that we can't save anyone, but what if 
next time there was a chance and we weren't there. To briefly interject simply because the players might have not necessarily forgotten, but uh, as time has been since we've last approached this table, I want to make sure that one thing is fresh. By coming to the conclusion that you did regarding the medical status of the third victim, you did save many lives today, as there was not an outbreak of the plague. The victim himself was most certainly put in a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation, but because of your instructions and quick actions, you may have prevented an outbreak. Yeah. Um, thanks for, yeah. And, uh, and Pat, what would have happened if we hadn't been here today? All these people. I don't like being a pawn, but it's not my first time. And uh, sometimes you get to take out a few pieces. Um, also, I think we should, <coughs> I think we should go pay a visit to Dr. Thomas. I know that, uh, tomorrow. I know that we aren't needed there till tomorrow for, for his thing, but um, we were potentially exposed. And I think we should oh, probably... Oh, were exposed. I think we maybe should see if there's <clears throat> anything that can be done. Yes, absolutely. Right. The hustle and bustle of getting patients back into the hospital, the visiting dignitaries and other various physicians starting to pass the <coughs> incredulity of this entire situation begin to their, their dreary march back into the pristine halls of the hospital side of Greenwich Hospital and Asylum. Patrick, no, both of you actually, I do need you both to go ahead and give me a uh, one more perception check, if you will. DC is 10. Read it. <clears throat> Excellent. As you are beginning your exit of the, the campus, as it were, uh, you do take a, a small walkway, avoiding the throngs of the crowds, uh, to make your way to the eastern gate, putting you right by the asylum. The cacophonous screams and laughter that had emerged from the chaos of the entirety of the hospital having to be emptied has now given way to an eerie silence. And as you are walking by the asylum, First, Jules, you feel as if someone is looking at you. Look over to your right, and peering, unblinking, 
wide-eyed. You see a woman in a straitjacket looking at you through one of the second-story windows. Patrick, is at this moment, you also feel a, a piercing gaze. You also look to the right. And on the first-story window, you see a man slightly drooling, crudely shaved head, staring at you through the barred windows of the first floor. As one horrific realization, the two of you take a step back. All three stories, with 15 to 20 windows per floor. Numerous silhouettes and clear figures of the inmates of Greenwich Asylum staring at the two of you, perfectly silent, perfectly still, eyes wide open. <coughs> we should get out of here. I'm gonna walk. I'm not... Nope. That, that is so much nope. This is nope on a rope. Nope on a rope. I'm going to... Just a second. Patrick, what is your sanity at this moment? 66? 64. 64? Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me an occult check. Jules, what's your sanity at? <coughs> it looks... Is it above the three-quarter threshold? What's, what's the occult? Sure. <clears throat> the occult is uh, religion, but because you are between 75 and 50, you get to add plus three. Yeah, I'm 83. You're 83? Okay, so... 30, 20. 30, 20? <clears throat> oh, my. Excellent. <coughs> Carl. As Jules simply goes... Nope. And starts to <laughs> walk away. Were she looking directly at your face, she would first see a, a small twitch in your right eye and the misty blue that often is in your cerulean orbs is replaced by the familiar shade of the seafoam green. And as your right eye takes in the mist and the ether that exists beyond this veil. You see a thin green tendril connecting the heads of every inmate that is staring out at you. Um, it's connecting all of them. <clears throat> uh, is it... <clears throat> Can I follow that tendril to anywhere else, or is it just this net in, in itself? Give me an investigation check, sir. <coughs> 18. 18. So, f for the longest time, it appears to just be a, basically a grid mark, mm -hmm. almost. However, there's more than one way to look at a puzzle. And as you begin to follow behind Jules, the angle of this building slightly changing, you see that behind each of these connected minds, all the threads come to the back to a single pyramid-esque point. And from that single point, 
green line that goes down, 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 the four, due north. We're on the north side of the Thames, right? You're on the south side of the Thames. Oh, okay. I'll turn around then. Um, okay. Which way were we going in? East, currently. East, East was to exit the the campus. Uh, Miss Walker? Yeah. Come with me. All right. Any any particular reason why? Are, are we still making our way towards the exit of Not the thing? Not anymore. No, no, no. That was me asking. <laughs> I'm, I'm going. I'm walking this way. <laughs> <laughs> so we're walking still in the view of the crazy people staring at us. Not necessarily. Okay. At this point in time, you're no longer on the eastern facing wall. Okay. Um. You would notice that as you're walking past now a different side of the building, you allow yourself a quick, huh. sure enough. Pat, I would really like to get away from this building where I'm We are getting away from this building. Stared at. The yes. line, you are now standing directly over it, past the asylum, mm -hmm. beginning to make your way towards the northern exit. Uh, I think we should head north out of the campus. Uh, as long as we head away from the creepy asylum, then yeah. I'm with you all I the way. I can't guarantee that what we're heading to is less creepy, but we are heading away from the asylum. So Jules just like basically makes like a duck face, like, mm. <laughs> Mild discontent mixed with apprehension. Yep. <laughs> Patrick, mm -hmm. um, after about five minutes of this, you do exit the Greenwich Hospital and Asylum grounds uh, via the North Gate. You had to keep it in your sights because it wasn't like it was perfectly in line with the exit, but mm -hmm. you, you were able to keep it in your sights and you see that it's still going north, going stew north. Um, and may, uh, Maybe I'm out of line, but what exactly are you... You look like you're following something. I'm following something. What? What is it? A thread of imperceivable magical aura, which my eye, for some reason, is able to see. So it's not imperceivable to you, then? Is it almost? Right. At the five-minute mark of having... <laughs> of having been utilizing this vision, I need you to roll me a d4. Okay, you lose five <coughs> points of sanity. I'm just going to point out that my idea of seeing Dr. Thomas seemed to be uh, a good one, and I'm not sure <laughs> that this idea, as I'm like walking behind him, like following, like this, like I'm not sure that this idea is a good one at all. That's because you cannot see. Right, that's why I think it's a bad idea. Maybe if I can't see it, maybe we shouldn't pursue it. Carl? At the end of the five minutes, you feel it begin to fade. No, you have the no, option. No. Do you push? No. Push. No, what? <clears throat> it's fading. I mean. Let it fade! No! What? What are we walking towards? Whatever is controlling all those people that were staring yeah, at do us. You think you, do you think we're ready to face whatever it is? 
What do you mean, are we ready? Oh, I thought I was pretty clear that are we ready <laughs> to face whatever uh, it uh, is? Are you, are you thinking that we're going to, to somehow have magical powers that can that can face off with it, whatever it is? This isn't something that's... that's this is getting stronger while we're getting more confused. As you are now looking at <clears throat> Patrick, who has just pushed through to begin to see the line yeah. once again, you don't need to roll perception because you are looking him in the face. Normal blue eye turning greener and greener with also now just the slightest accumulation of blood. Uh, no, Pat, you need to let go of this. Whatever it is, no. No, absolutely not. Excuse me? Um, do I have a mirror? I'm gonna look. I, I, is, I mean, is a, small, is a small mirror part of your thieves' tools? I would say probably. If not, you are a, a woman of Victorian-era London, so perhaps you would have a, 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 a powder case, perhaps. I don't know if a small looking glass is a commonality, but you know what? I'm making the ruling that it is a commonality. So it's up to you, Jules. Are you feminine enough that you would have a small compact? I think I'm feminine enough that I can get away with having a small compact. I think I probably use it to like look around corners and you know what? Under I doorways. love this justification. <laughs> you have a small compact. Okay, great. Um, so I'm gonna whip it out and show him his eye. Carl, mm -hmm. as you are looking at your reflection. You see that it's less of a of an eye with a green coloring as it is your entire eye is wreathed in that green miasmatic energy. Hmm. Not sure what's happening, but it's not good. Not good, Pat. No, it's not. Yeah, so maybe let's go to Dr. Thomas. Mm. Pull down my shirt a little bit, looking in the mirror. What? What is that? <laughs> what are you doing now? Looking at the mark? Yeah, I want to see if I can see the mark with my cool eye right now. There's no green. Do I see his mark? As he pulls down his shirt, depending on how, I mean, if you're pulling it down so you can see in the mirror, uh, you would see that he has a, uh, a fairly weirdly discolored blemish right around his heart. What is that? How long have you had that? Uh, since the weird three-eyed, three-headed, nasty monster crow attacked me. What? In Mrs. Britton's vision. Uh, doesn't seem to be oh. having any... That's good. It's still... Okay, we're... we're... <laughs> I'm going to put my compact away and be like, you're coming with me right now. Let no, go. We're going to find the truth right now. I'm going to smack him. Okay, give me an attack roll. <clears throat> oh, I'm strong. Um... <laughs> 16... That uh, 16 hits. just hits. <laughs> Go ahead and... Uh... I'm not hitting him to do damage. Okay. <clears throat> but, what you know, your, what, is, what is your strength modifier, though? I mean, it's one. It's one damage. Okay. If I do damage, it's one. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Pat? No. I don't, I don't say no to you very often because, you know, of everything you've done to me, but I really feel like whatever it is you're pursuing, we shouldn't pursue. Sorry about your face. You slapped me. I, I did. 
Jules, you touched me. Yeah, well, it's not the first time in the past couple of days, and That's true. my hand's tingling, and let's just go. Carl, I do want you to give me a concentration check. <laughs> Adding your occult score. So, either a plus three, plus whatever your religion would be. I'd definitely beat it. Okay. So I roll a 16 minus okay. one plus three. <laughs> you're, you're good. So, your emerald eye is still the case. As Jules persuaded you. And no, you don't get to make a persuasion check. I wasn't going to ask. <laughs> you don't usually do that to PCs. Um... shouldn't be quoting Shakespeare right now. I think it's the absolutely appropriate time to be quoting Shakespeare. Okay, well, don't expect me to chop your head off. I hope you don't. Alright, so, we're going back to the train. We're going to go see Dr. Thomas. Great. So glad we went down this lovely detour. Carl, do you willingly... Shut off the eye, or do you ride it through? Oh, I'm riding it. You're riding it through? I'm riding this train. Okay, roll me another d4. Wherever it went. Sorry, nice. let me rephrase this, just so that we're on the set, because I realized we just talked about getting on a train, and then I said this. Let me rephrase that question. Are you ending your no. eye? You're maintaining the eye. Yeah. He's, he's going to ride two trains, the eye train cool. and the London train. After another five minutes, go ahead and roll me another d4. Two. Okay, you lose another three points of sanity. Am I perceiving that he's, like, losing his sanity? Oh, um... Like, every five minutes, is there some sort of, like, flinch or something? Jules, I'll let you make an insight check. Okay. I mean, if not, that's fine. I just yep. figured I'd ask. No, it's a, it's a fair question. I'm just trying to determine... I'm not very... No, it's a seven. Carl, you do feel every five minutes that you do this, depending on how many times you're going to do it, uh, a tightness and a little bit of secretion. Mm -hmm. um, Gross. Like you will have to, to get to the train, you're probably going to have to renew the eye. I'm just wondering how. Probably like, another three times or is so. It, is it worth it? Is it, am I seeing anything cool? Uh, so I will say that after you, as you begin walking away from the line, uh, which does appear to just continue going north, uh, though I want you to give me a quick history check with a fairly high DC. Probably not. No. It's fairly high, I know. It's a 10. 10? I will say this with a 10. The line, you see that about... 80 so yards before you and Jules began to walk away from it, the line would make a sudden left turn, probably no more than 15 feet, before going north again. Whatever it is, it seems to be following something. 
So that's what the 10 gets you. Uh, as you deviate from this path and begin making your way to the train station, Greenwich Station, the next, we'll say the tail end of that secondary five minutes does not yield any fresh sights. Okay, I'll drop it again. Okay. You do not need to roll another d4 then. Uh, that'll be uh, five pence each for the train. I'll pay my own way. At this point in time, it's pushing four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm sorry, pence is copper? Correct. Pence, shilling, pound. It's it, it's in the money. If you, if, you, if you look at the money, it's 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 in the money. Which is the echoing cry throughout all See, these episodes. You're, you're being cute, except remember last time you called I it know, the wrong I said theme. sterling. And, and I also, said sterling. Since so. it's only been <coughs> eleven sessions, we, we haven't had enough time to learn. You know, that's absolutely fair. I, I need I need to be more considerate. I apologize. Um, <laughs> Love you. I will throw things at both of you. I'm sure you will. And you'd miss the way you're rolling. <laughs> I've done some good rolls today. Excuse you very much. <laughs> I'm sure you got that natural twenty with helping the hospital staff. So. No, that was a that was a dirty twenty. Oh, dirty twenty. My bad. Okay. Um, the Greenwich uh, Greenwich Station. The train from Greenwich to Shoreditch will probably be about just shy of an hour. Um. What would you like to use in this time? What would you like to do in this time? You'll be uh, knocking on the door 5 p.m. when you disembark in Shoreditch. Um, So I'm kind of playing over kind of what the guy was trying so hard to tell me before we had, before Pat, like, knocked him out or whatever it was that happened. Right. Before he used the chloroform. Yeah. Something about his family. Yes. Why don't you make me either an insight or an intelligence check? (laughs) Okay. Um... Intelligence, you say? Nope. Um, I'll do insight. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Okay. Excellent. I can work with that. So, discerning what he was trying to say is next to impossible. Right. For you. However, as you are playing that interaction in your mind. As you are looking at the only expressive part of him, his eyes, while you were talking about finding his family. Don't find his family? What What about his family? Every time he was trying painfully hard to steer you towards a certain line of questioning, mm-hmm. the mention of family, his eyes grew fearful. And with a 15, it was not fear for his family, but fear of his family. Okay. (coughs) And you are also 
make a history check. Okay. Mm, that's a six. Nope. Uh, Pat. Hmm. I'm thinking about our guy. It seemed like when I was talking to him, it seemed like maybe he was scared for his family. But as I'm thinking back on it, I think he was more scared of his family. Do we have in, we have like crime families? Uh, there, there are, there are the, the gangs. Yeah. Yep. Um, who basically consider themselves families. Uh, I see where, I see exactly where you're going with this. Um, Go continue with your line of questioning, and I'll see what I can provide. Um, uh, I, I'm just trying to think why he would be scared of his family, or what that would mean. Like, maybe one of the gangs, or... Scared of his family? Does that even make any sense? Maybe I'm reading it all wrong. Oh, I wish I could have figured it out before, you know. Mm-hmm. Patrick, I want, at the mention of family in connection to this man, I want you to give me a history check. Right. Ten. Nope. <clears throat> <laughs> well, I'll just sit on that for now. I don't know. Sometimes how the dice go. Yep. Is there anything else in this conversation you wish to accomplish? Um, that, that was kind of the biggest thing that was bothering Jules mm -hmm. left from the encounter, and, like, that's as far as you can get with it, is that realization. So, with that, she's just going to stew silently. Mm -hmm. Okay. You, at last, arrive... On the, in the Orange Yard, the train station in Shoreditch. You disembark, and Jules, un, not even aware of your surroundings, but this is just the footpath that you've treaded so often. You're able to maintain your focus on this persistent question winding up and down the streets of Shoreditch until at last you get to the two-story domicile of uh, the good doctor. Whoops. I had almost hit something bad there. The clinic of Dr. Albie Thomas is well in sight. You see uh, the door open and uh, the rotund aging form of uh, Dr. Thomas helping uh, a very pregnant woman. Uh, dirt smeared all over her face, her hair held up in a kerchief, um, a drab brown tunic with a, with a very stained white apron uh, swelling over the, the baby bump. She's clearly very late along. And he's just gently helping her down the steps, and she pulls out uh, what appears to be some sort of lettuce, 
cabbage casserole concoction in a in a small dish and she is trying to push it onto the doctor and you see the doctor going and pushing it back and the moment the woman turns his head he goes <laughs> in a little strained expression of oh dear god that smells horrible <laughs> um before helping her back down the rest of the way god bless you dr thomas uh, so uh, he's he's fine then right of course, of course. Just make sure your husband understands that there are more important things than your wifely duties at this late stage. So, off with you. Of course. Thanks again, Doctor. Come on. And you see her tugging along, uh, probably a, a four-year-old boy who's uh, got a, a firm grip on her hand with one and uh, just kind of like gnawing on his fingernails with the other. And she goes, stop that! Cuffs him off the head a little bit. Ow! Nah. Nah. She makes her way, uh, almost bumps into the two of you uh, as she was focused on her child. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Proceeds to try and go around you and makes her way deeper into the uh, the burrow of Shoreditch. Um, Dr. Albie Thomas is following him, following her with his eyes before uh, he sees who he almost who she almost collided with. Jules! And Mr. Patrick, uh, is it Tuesday already? No, we'll be back tomorrow, but, um... Ah. Oh! <coughs> Jules, I got the nightshirt. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> Good. The other, the other one was starting to get a, a, a trifle threadbare, so you have my profound thanks. Oh, well, it's the least I can do. Certainly better than cabbage casserole. Well, I never was uh, much of a cook, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dr. Thomas, oh, let's see, Pat, how, how do we want to approach this conversation? Uh, well, perhaps we should approach it by first coming inside. Hmm. Mm. We have recently been in contact with a patient who displayed signs of the plague, and um, don't really want to get <laughs> close to you. That's a good one, Mr. Patrick. The plague. Plague hasn't been seen on the... No? Yeah, you shake. Blackened nails and pustules and bubas all over his body, especially near the lymph nodes. Um, <clears throat> and, and, and where is this man now? Dead. Uh, he's passed on. What was done with his body? It was burnt. It, it... Oh. Oh. <sighs> But, nonetheless, we were in close contact with him for quite some time. Uh, he was all wrapped <clears> up. <throat> uh, uh, but, uh, it's possible. Did any of the pus get into any of your orifices? Not that we know of. I so. Anyway, the reason why I thought we'd stop by... I don't know if you have... I don't know. A what, plague what cure? Asking? No, but like a... Hmm. Sort of. You know, I'm sorry. Is this conversation boring you, Mr. Patrick? It's been a long day. Some kind of uh, concoction that you drink that helps your your body, you know, fight off something like I don't know. I don't. Uh, well, um, if you if you have the uh, the shillings to spare, uh, I suggest uh, going to uh, one of the markets in uh, not around here, but um, and seeking out lemons. Limes, oranges, anything to uh, 
anything of citrus nature. Squeezing it all. Eat it by the eat it by the rind for all I care, but make sure your body is taking in Oh to eat. Not anything in particular. I mean not anything in general, but But the citrus. Citrus, exactly. Alright, well what's the shot? Hold on just a moment. Very much in season at the time. Uh, you see him duck back into the clinic. He comes out a moment later with uh, his old uh, nightgown uh, torn into shreds, <laughs> tied around his face. And uh, he's carrying a small leather bag. And um, actually, perhaps best not in the in the middle of the street. Why don't you, uh, you call, both of you come over to the uh, the side alley? Don't want to start a panic. All right. He, waddles his way into the alley, um, kicks over a, uh, a, a flower pot uh, that was empty and proceeds to try and set it up so it is at least a discernible stool. All right, which one of you brave individuals will sit first? Me, I guess. Excellent. Uh, <coughs> as always, Jules, do I have your permission? Excellent. Um... So she's going to take a few deep breaths, because um, it's hard. Every of course. Time. It's of hard course. every time. Yeah. Um, he's going to say, stop by looking up a little bit, please, jot your chin. Uh, he's going to bring two of his hands, and he's just going to start patting around your neck, probing with his fingertips. Uh, how long ago was it that you were in contact? Hours. I suppose I'll see this through to its finality just in case, but unfortunately, my dear, a few hours is not enough time for most symptoms to develop unless it's a particularly virulent strain, which I just hope that's not the case. Otherwise, this will not do me much good. But that is the risk of being a healer, or trying to be one. Um... Uh, he probably notices that her skin quivers. Yeah. Um, he's going to uh, take out his stethoscope and put it on your back. Cough! <coughs> and then you see a, a light of recognition in his eyes. Go, right, not the most discerning test with you, my dear. Uh, his eyes briefly dart over to Patrick and look at you. One eyebrow raised questioningly. Yeah, he knows. Yeah. I was afraid I'd nearly breached my oath there for, for a no, moment. No, he, he knows. Mm. Well, uh, Mr. Patrick, I understand that you've had some medical training yourself. Mm -hmm. Tell me, what, uh, what has your been? What has been your take on uh, our dear Miss Walker's malady? Oh. Stick out your tongue. Um, Go, ah! Medicine check, 19 no, no. plus Good 5, 24, 24 on a medicine check. Uh, show me your, your fingernails, please. Take it. I had to pull off my gloves. Uh, I yeah. mean, I think, we uh, are they fingerless gloves or not? Um, I think I think I have both. Um, so, yeah, they're probably fingerless, which is good, because then he won't see the hives. <laughs> right. So sorry, didn't mean to interrupt, sir. 24 on medicine. Okay. <clears throat> It is, if this were simple consumption, mm -hmm. she should have been dead. Yep. It is 
so incredibly slow. And the fact that it ebbs and flows does not speak to consumption. But there is nothing in your medical textbooks or during your study at the College of Edinburgh that ever indicated any sort of disease that imitated all the symptoms of consumption but were this slow growing and persistent mm. but uh dr thomas pretty sure i know where i got it whatever it is you don't say but are you going are you planning on keeping me in suspense then jules i can't rightly help if i don't know um, what? Yeah, it's um, Sir Smithfield. Sir Arnold Smithfield. He uh, points questioningly to your back. His eyebrows raised once again at your nod. His eyebrows furrow, and a cold, flinty look enters his eyes, and he clenches his fist. How, um, how certain are you of this? Uh, I, um, I paid a visit to his house the other morning, not to go inside, but it's, uh, I scope it out every once in a while. I don't know if that makes any sense to you, but... Um, what you suffered at his hands. Anyway... Any reaction would be justified, my dear. Ah, oh, and I had a realisation that uh, his previous wife died um, under similar circumstances as mine, and his uh, current wife is ill and hasn't been seen in some time his um his his where he is now what um what area of London I will tell you I just have to look it up of course what a safe chapel <coughs> I could be wrong I could be wrong um Hold on, hold on, hold on. I know it's near the Regent's Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Camden Town. Camden Town, not Chapman. It's in Camden Town. Uh, well, the funny thing about doctor-patient confidentiality is that there is a little workaround when it comes to doctor-to-doctor conversations. You see, as long as we... Engage in conversations that are aimed at the earnest improvement of treating our patients. We can discuss certain matters amongst other members. I will see if uh, if any of my old medical chums are practicing in Camden Town, and perhaps I'll see what I can dig up on my end. I'm glad to see that realization of mine might actually do me some good. Well. Anyway, I'm sorry. That no, uh, doesn't uh, have anything to do with what we're doing right now. No, you, you, you appear to be, uh, <coughs> at least for the moment, you 
seemed to, seemed to be healthy. <laughs> um, that being said, when was the uh, last time you had uh, my concoction? Uh, let's see, what did I take last dose? Was that, did I run yesterday out yesterday? Morning. Yeah. Um, I ran out after yesterday's dose. Oh, if the two of you don't mind hanging out for... If the two of you don't mind waiting around for uh, a few moments uh, after I've assisted you, I can uh, whip you up another couple of days. Uh, did just get a fresh shipment in of uh, certain medical supplies. There are those in the upper nobility that still care for the little folk. It seems to help, so yeah. Of course. If that's all right with you, Pat. Sure. And uh, Mr. Patrick, say, ah, please. Ah, please. <laughs> uh, Cheekiness does not become a man of your age, Mr. Patrick. How do you think I feel all day? Mm. Uh, all right. I'm just going to get in here if you don't mind. Oh, you do get in there, don't you? <coughs> A tighter on the throat there. Don't. <laughs> And Patrick's dead. Uh, it was Dr. Thomas oh, all along. I knew it. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's a natural one. Uh, <laughs> you don't even know that's my throat. Do doctor, that's not my throat. Doctor. Doctor. Sorry. <laughs> now you see, he's, he's really paying attention more to his conversation with Jules than he is even like the medical exam. Oh, 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 oh. 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 <laughs> Gosh. Gosh, Mr. Patrick, you're going to be holding quite a lot of stress in your neck there. Uh, and, uh, wander away. <laughs> fingers. And, uh, all right. Well, if you... <laughs> jog on, really. Um, if you two are infected with the plague, strange thing to be saying, uh, no symptoms uh, have yet revealed themselves. Uh, that being said, I, I do recommend... He said, sitting in London, avoiding crowded areas. It is Perfect. more ridiculous to say out loud than in my head. Ah, well. How, um, how long should we quarantine? Quarantining. Well, if I had my druthers, I would say stay within for, uh, a week. But I understand that, uh, Many of the tasks that you undertake are rather time-sensitive. And also, if I'm being entirely honest, a little self-serving in my recommendation there is that I appreciate you waiting at least until tomorrow night, as I will be requiring your assistance tomorrow midday. If, if we do have it, are we contagious before we display symptoms? I'll need to ref go back over my medical texts on the matter as there hasn't been a case of the plague in the Isle of uh, England for almost 200 years. So we're a little... <laughs> we're, I'm not saying we're due for one, but uh, we're a little outside of the uh, the pandemic scope of the well, efficacy just, of the plague. If you find an answer, just send it. I would say if you begin to exhibit any symptoms, that is the time to quarantine yourself right off. <laughs> Uh, if you have anybody else living in your household, I suggest sending them away for a few days. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, uh, hold on just a moment and I will complete the concoction. 
he shuffles back into his clinic. Oh, poor Anne. Hopefully she has somewhere to go. Yes. Oh well, she was acting rather strange recently. Well, I hope she'll come back. She's the most decent help we've had. Doesn't have a problem with Adolf. That's rare. Adolphus. Adolphus. That was Adolf. I don't no, it's Adolphus. Because he said Adolf once, and then I went, is it Adolf or is it Adolphus? It's, it's Adolphus. Well, I call him Adolf. <laughs> After all, he calls my cat all kinds of terrible things. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> He exits uh, back, uh, holding a uh, once again the strange mason jar esque uh, vessel. Hands it to you. Right, uh, try half of a teacup in the following mornings, and if after one morning it's uh, not working, go back to a full. I'm, I'm interested to. It's the method of it going away and coming back that's that's throwing me off, Jules. I'm. I just want to make sure I'm not overloading your system with uh, laudanum needlessly. It, it has a. Uh... Well, it's best not to get hooked on it. Is, yeah. is, is my is my my point. Yeah, I saw enough of that. Yeah. Many a soul has gone down a dark bridge that way. Yeah. Many I'm, I myself almost succumbed to its temptations on oh. multiple occasions. There were a lot of girls in my. that stayed where they were because they worked on it, so. I remember well. Dynamic inquiries, you uh, have my grandest thanks, and. please, it's it's not much, but please accept this. And uh, he comes back and uh, tries to hand you two, two shillings each. Absolutely not. No. You just gave me medicine. Not at all. Again. It's, it's the don't, point of my clinic. Don't be foolish. No. Uh, you don't need to throw my arm behind my back again. Jules <laughs> <laughs> does actually laugh at that. <laughs> I will say that it's uh, appreciated and I promise I shall put these funds uh, to the use of the general good as opposed to that. Uh, very large bottle of brandy I've been eyeing lately. Mm. <laughs> well, uh, see you on the morrow, and uh, perhaps I'll put out some egg sandwiches for afterwards. Mm. Might be nice. Good night, my friends. Alright. <coughs> uh... Are are we? Where is uh, old Jacks? You know what? Doesn't matter. I can just tell Butterfingers. Let's just head back home. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, luckily, from uh, you know the path of walking from Shoreditch to uh, Soho. Um, if you go at a super leisurely pace, it'll take you probably about forty-five minutes. Um, if you decide to hustle, you can probably shave that down to twenty. I mean, we're not really in a hurry, are we? Not really. What time is it? Uh, at this, uh, if you don't hustle, you'll be coming in around six fifteen. Okay. <clears throat> is there anything else you want to do before we head back home? I don't think so. Okay. When we get back to the um, to the townhouse, I want to look. I want to see Butterfingers. 
still at his shoeshine stand, though. As the uh, sun is beginning to dip, you do see that he's starting to convert the uh, stand once again into his strange little uh, TP, um, TP thing. Um, and uh, you see that Spiker is just standing off to the side, holding her doll, um, watching Butterfingers do this, looking completely bored until she turns. You see a little upturn of the lip. Very showing, chill wave. Showing. Uh, Butterfingers just hears ding ding ding. Sticks his head out of the TP. <laughs> um, sees the the dying embers of the day glinting off of that very shiny shilling. The shiny shilling. Um, and Spiker picks hers up and then starts to pick up Butterfingers as well. But Butterfingers zoom throws himself on top of him. Goes no no no. You tried to take both of them last time. I always share. You are a little hoarder. Good work, you two. Anything to report? Ah, Mr. Patrick! Right, um, let me go get my, my chalkboard, sir. Mm -hmm. Spiker's just kind of rocking back and forth on her heels, and she's looking up at you. Um, she lifts her doll and makes it wave, too. Oh, wait, Butterfinger. Out of fingers. I'm trying to find it! Oh! Pulls himself out, nursing his head. Alright. You had five visitors today while you were out. Um, one of them was a constable. Mm -hmm. uh, one of them... One of them was one of the uh, the other priests from St. Paul's. Mm -hmm. It was... Um, he asked. He came back over and he asked us. Basically, he was... Wondering if uh, you could interject on Father Monaghan's behalf down at Scotland Yard. Uh, he's not sure what's going on there, but um, apparently, apparently Father Monaghan was arrested for whatever reason. Um, you had a lady uh, who had a big blue dress on, and she had a, wore a really, really big hat. Uh, she had one of those, uh, one of those, you know, fur, furry collar things. Except this one was white, so. Uh, she looked rather important, or at least rich. Um, Young? Mm, I mean, older than me. Uh, older than you. Mm. Not older than him. Um, Alright. Yeah. Uh, I'd stop Spiker from uh, <laughs> trying to pickpocket that one. She uh, she saw the doll, and she saw Spiker, and she thought she was just the cutest little thing. I don't know how she... <clears throat> Spiker, it's the doll! That's how they know you're a girl. No boy will be caught dead with that thing. Oh. I like him too much. Uh, Alright, I'm just saying that like your, your going incognito thing is not going to be working out very much. Uh, so let's see, there was the constable, the, the priest, the lady in blue. Um, oh, uh, old Ellis had sent a runner up and down the street. Uh, he was knocking on everyone's doors, though. He was trying to drum up some business for Alice. Uh, apparently, uh, the poor man had a... Not a heart attack, but a, a dead body was found on his route the other night. So he's kind of been sticking to the thoroughfares, but he doesn't want to lose business. So he's sending runners. And then, finally, the newspaper boy. But, uh... Obviously, um... You, you may bought one. Um... Whose name is also Anne, by the way, so don't you think that's going to get a little confusing? Anne and Anne are different. 
and that's all there is to it. I'll tell you what, like, normally she's, she clams up a lot normally, but uh, ever since that damn door came about, she's just been... It's like pulling teeth with her! It's like pulling teeth being with you normally. And that's just mean! It's just... Oh! Go to your teepee! Fine. I'm cold anyway. And she... Goes uh, in. But I think this, um... Yeah? Whilst... My lockpick set got destroyed. Um, Tough luck. You don't know the alphabet. Uh, do you think old Jack could procure me a new set? Oh, he most definitely could. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, he'll, he'll probably upcharge you for it. But um, then you don't have to go hunting for one yourself. So I suppose it's give and take. I, I'm just a little rusty and I'm not sure where to go hunting for one myself now. Oh. Leastways, in a neighbourhood where I want to be. Well, I'm not one of the window workers. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just the muscle. I wasn't even able to get past the pinch person. Perch person. Purse pinching. I can't even say it. That's it's, how much it's. Of... It's perch person. <coughs> <coughs> Mr. Patrick, I feel like you're making fun of me. No, no. I'm gonna go up to my door and open it and walk in. Mr. Patrick, I feel like. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, I feel like he was making fun of me, and you know what? As long as he keeps giving me shillings, he can make fun of me anytime he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I've been eating like a king this past week, Jules. That's why I pay That's him. good. That's good. Um, do you think that you could get word to old Jack for me that I need new lockpicks? Of course. I still got, I still got another hour of daylight left. I can, I can make the run tonight, and that way, uh, probably no later than tomorrow night, Jack should have something for you. <clears throat> All right. Well, hope I don't need anything before then. Uh. I just don't think I can spare the time to go around and try to find one myself. Oh, so. of course, of course. Um, Jules. Yeah. You see him kind of eye the TP a little nervously and he looks back up to you and just kind of gives you a very obvious gesture with his head to, like, step away. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah, so he marches about 10 to 15 feet away from the shoe sign stand shelter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I do this to myself. Every time. Yep. Um, and he goes, listen, uh, I, was, I was joshing her in front of you guys trying to get a rise out of her, but Spike has been acting weirder than normal. Like, look, we've, we've all, we all lost our parents. That's why we were with old Jack. So we all carry shite that weighs on us. She, she, she barely even talks to me now. She's just always talking to the, to the doll. And it's like she's always trying to sneak away every moment I'm not looking. I'm, I'm more than happy to, to go run, but like she's, she's cold. Could she, could she maybe just stay, stay in there with you until, until I get back? I'm just. I understand if this is overstepping, then I'm sorry. I'm just... She's not been herself. And it's making me nervous. Yeah, look, I, I can do that. Thank you, Jules. Alright, um... 
Oi, Spiker! Poking out of the TP. What? You're cold, ain't you? Miss George is going to take care of you while I'm gone. I can take care of myself. I know you can take care of yourself. I'm saying she's looking after you while I'm gone. I bet you can ask the nice maid for another scone. Pulls herself out. <laughs> and he, uh, she starts to reach back into the TV and he says, Ah! Door stays out of here. Then I'm not going in. What do you mean you're not going in? Warmth. Food. Just leave the door for... Unless I can come, I'm not going in. He looks to you. Looks at the dollies. It's alright. Anne can come. Right. Um, Spiker goes right over to you and he goes, Alright, I'll, uh, I'll be back. He'll probably be a little after nightfall, but not by much. Um, oh, God. What's the code this week? Eh, I'll figure it out. Alright. Slaps his legs. I'm off! Thanks. Begins jogging off. Alright, so I'll walk across um, and uh, take Spiker in probably just the, that first sort of room where we see client people that... Pat! I'm sorry, Anne, but you're going to have to find another place for some Mr. time. Mr. Patrick, until I don't quite know, understand exactly what you're trying to say here. Infected or not, I... this is a, not a place for you to what? be staying. It has nothing to do with your Pat, uh... work. It has everything to do with your health. I understand uh, entirely, but I... Oh, hello, Jules. Uh, I, I Heard you have the plague? No. We don't know. And Spiker just kind of now slowly looks up at you. The plague? No, no, no. Well, just, who's this? Just go sit. You talking about the hurt? And Spiker just kind of go, Hi, Anne. Hi, Anne. Oh, hello. Splitter? Spiker, 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 and, um... Doll, hello. And she goes, I, w I was under the impression that they weren't allowed, um... They aren't usually, but I'm watching her while Butterfingers does a, uh, errand for me. Oh, he's, he's a delightful young boy. Uh, yeah. Little, um... Doesn't seem to be playing with a full deck, but, uh... Then again, who can say they were piercing. 12? Sorry, yes, of course, um... Of, co of course, Mr. Patrick, I, I can... I most certainly can find other... Accommodations tonight, it won't be... But no, how am I supposed to... I think, she, I think she's fine to stay tonight. I don't think we're contagious. If we have it, we're not contagious tonight. But you you might want to, starting in the morning, find other accommodations for a few days. Of course. You with your sister in the country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm afraid that wouldn't quite be an option, sir. Well, whatever it may be. Did, did we uh, know she had a sister? Nope. And so... <clears throat> You can ask that if you like. I, I was just trying to remember. Uh, she has not said that she is oh, okay. a sister. Oh, do you have a sister? No, no. Um, I'm. <laughs> I'm. I'm quite alone. I. I. I'm. I'm the only person. Is there some way where you will be able to stay? Yes. Somewhere safe. <laughs> Depends on who you're asking. Um, I'll be able to take care of myself, yes. Um, oh, well, I mean, Pat, if she just stayed clear of us and stayed in the kitchen. It's up to you, it's your health. It, take it up with your own health. I ha Dr. Thomas said that those who live in our <clears throat> same domicile would need to not be in contact with us if 
yeah. if they wished to not quarantine themselves. Right. <clears throat> well, if I'm when and if if I'm in here, symptoms and arise. it does turn out to be that um, quarantining is necessary. There'll be no one to go to the market or to bring you fresh linens. So I, I, I will seek out staying elsewhere and I will make sure that I'm outside that window uh, every day should you require anything. And I'll, uh, I'll run about on your behest. That's very gracious of you, Anne. It's, it's, uh, what, it's what Lord Ashley Cooper would expect of me. Good for you. Um, but so you say that tonight should be fine. It's getting close to dark and I'd, I'd, I'd rather not if I can, but... Um, you know what? I'll just I'll just steer clear. I'll stay in the kitchen. Um, I did I did have uh, some some leftovers of uh, Sunday's um, Sunday's dinner uh, prepared in a, a, a very sort of medley. Um, I could also whip up some soup if you feel like that would the, the help medley. with the plague. The medley will be fine. Thank you. Okay, she ducks into uh, the kitchen. Anne. Yes. Do we have any? What, what did he call it? Citrus fruit. Well, there's just a little bit of the lemon meringue left, but don't Bring quite... some of that out. Very well. Um, could probably run out for some limes. There's probably some still about. You don't, you don't need to do that today. Very well. Um, tea with lemon, perhaps? Excellent. Great. Ah, uh, oh. Just the lemon for me. You've got it. Coffee with lemon. Coffee with lemon. Gross. <laughs> lemon coffee. All right. So Spiker is just sitting <coughs> in one of the big stuffy chairs near the fire, making Anne do like a little patty cake. Um. So I'm gonna look at Pat, and then I'm gonna sort of a like. She's in here, so we might as well try to figure out what this is all about. Kind of look. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go upstairs. <laughs> Just okay. Kidding. I don't want to. Do so that. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna sit across from Spiker, uh, and I'm gonna lean forward so that my elbows are resting kind of on my knees. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna look at the doll, and I'm gonna say, "Hi, Anne. I'm Jules." Hi, Jules. Hi, man. You're very pretty, doll. I'm not a doll, but you're very pretty, too. Oh, thank you. Uh, if you're not a doll, what are you? I'm an angel. An angel. Yeah, that sounds about right. Where did you come from, Anne? She makes the doll turn towards herself. She goes, Remember, it's a secret. Sorry, Jules. Can't tell you that right now. But, as I'm an angel, that probably means I'm from heaven. Right? That's a good point, Anne. If you're from heaven, Anne, and you're an angel, that means you're from God. And from what I understand about God, which isn't much, granted, 
He doesn't really like secrets. Mm. Well, Anne, what do you have to say to that? Oh, you speak quite pretty, Miss Jules. However, the devil is also said to talk pretty, and you shan't tempt my secret from me. <laughs> Not tempting. Just trying to get to know you better. Make a persuasion check. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. <laughs> okay. Okay. Dear listener, gentle <laughs> listener, if only you could see Robo's giddy face <laughs> as he contemplates <coughs> the new chaos. So you see us. Spiker kind of nodding along to what you're saying. Right. Oh. That, that makes sense. So, Anne, don't say a word! But she, she's making a really good, don't say a word! Spiker's mouth is the one that's moving this entire time. But you're seeing Spiker kind of furring her eyebrows a little bit. And she's going, but, but Miss Walker's like us. She, she pulled herself up and, and now look, she gets to stay in a big house like this. And she's got a servant. And I feel like if I listen to her, maybe I'll, maybe I'll be like her someday. And do you really want to end up like her? Unwanted, untouched? That's mean, Anne. It's true. I'm sorry. I'll... She doesn't know what she's talking about. You shut up. I know exactly what I'm talking about. You can't talk to me like that, Anne. I'd like to flare my eye if I can. Give me a cold check. This is exactly why I'm hoping you would stay. That's car torch. That's not good. Higher than 10 or lower than 10? It's a 10. Meets beats. You have to strain. And strain. And strain until finally you feel that small tension behind your eye just snap. And it's as if a gate is broken and the water is rushing to the sea. And you feel your eye transition. Spiker has four small lines connecting herself to this doll. And this doll is a wash in a darker shade of green. 
is putrid, corrupted, unclean. Whereas the Baroness Bot was a beacon <clears throat> of pure Eldritch energy. This is a bastardized, twisted vessel of a lesser energy, but an energy nonetheless. Cool. I'm going to turn and I'm going to look at Pat when I see this happening, because this is not Spiker. This is not... Ladybird, ladybird, fly your way <coughs> home. Your house is Spiker on fire and your children are gone. Spiker dropped the All door. except one, and her name is Anne. And she hid under the baking pan. You see Spiker's starting to cry, and, and she's... Spiker, drop it. I'll try it. I'm gonna... Ladybird, ladybird! I'm gonna, lady I'm gonna grab the doll. Okay, uh, you need to give me a athletics check. Um, yeah, you're, you're trying to pull it away, so an athletics check. 16. Okay. You wrench it away from Spiker and Carl. As you see the tendrils pull from Spiker, you see that the green lines that are connecting her to the doll are starting to pull from her. Mm -hmm. And as it's pulled further away, the lines that are now emerging out of her are turning a deep black red. And she goes, <laughs> Not that far, not that far. Get it closer. Okay, okay. Maybe no more than two feet. If I could take deep breaths. You hear Anne coming through the cave. What's the matter? Why is she screaming? S stay back, Anne. What's going on? Spiker. Uh, trying to take this doll away from the girl. She's Spiker. unhealthy. Can, can you think of a happy memory? A time when you, when you were genuinely happy? Ever? No. Think of a time when Butterfingers was there for you. A time when someone showed you genuine kindness. A time when you got to just play and be a little kid. Anne has... Anne has them. Give Anne back to me, please. Anne has your memories. When I hold Anne, I feel happy. Jules, please give me Anne. Covering Anne's ears. I want to cover <clears throat> the doll's ears. Spiker, where did you get Anne? I'm not supposed to tell. Where did you get Anne, Spiker? I'm not supposed to tell. She's hurting you. Where did you get her? She's 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 my friend. She, she, no, she's she not. She's she's a parasite. Give me a persuasion check with advantage from her helping. Eighteen. Eighteen. Very nice. <clears throat> yep. An old man gave me gave her to me in a park. I was on my way back from Shoreditch. What did he look like? He had long hair, clean shaven, 
Half Moon Spectacles. He had on funny striped pants. Suspenders. He owns the toy shop in Whitechapel. holding my hands like that like I'm actually putting my hands over the doll <laughs> um, why would he give you this doll did he give you a reason he said a little girl shouldn't be walking around alone he knew I was a girl He said every little girl deserves a friend. Did you say he was in White Whitechapel? He owns the toy store in Whitechapel. In Whitechapel, okay. No. He found her in Shoreditch. Yeah, 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 yeah. He told me if I took good care of Anne, she'd take me away from all this. Spiker, take it from me. Never accept something from a stranger. Unless you're giving them payment right up front for it. Because there's always a cost. And if you don't know what the cost is, it might be more than you can pay. She, she just looks so lonely. I wanted a friend that was smaller than me. Everyone's bigger than me that you won't always be that small. You'll get bigger. What do we do with this thing, Pat? She said she'd take me soon. What? She said we'd be going away soon. Wherever she wants to take you, do not go. she wants to take me is better than here. I seriously doubt that. Can I have Anne back, please? I don't think that's a good idea. Please give me my dog back. Give me back my dog, you bitch. I'll catch you while you sleep. Give me my dog back. Give me my... You see Anne come behind and with a swift chop to the back of Spiker's neck, Spiker collapses unconscious. Well done, Miss Pearson. Sorry. <coughs> that was starting to scare me. Yeah. What's going on? That's a good question. Do we just smash it? Can I smash it? No, don't do it. It's I'll buy her a new doll. It's connected to her. It's tied into her. What? When you pull it away, it's, what, it's what? ripping. Stop tied her. Look, she's holding it right over there. She's th There's nothing tying her. Watch. Pull oh. a little. Walk a little further away from her. Watch. Okay. Smiker starts convulsing on the ground. Ah! Uh, ha 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 ha! Okay. All right. It is a parasite. It's connected to her and it is sapping energy from her. Do doesn't want to What be about Mrs. Britton? Can we get Mrs. Britton? I'm sure Miss Britton would be able to help. Um, 
That, that, was, that, was, that was the old lady who was here the other day, correct? Yes. Speaking of ladies who were here the other day, was there a strange woman in blue who came? Oh, I wouldn't call her strange. Um, she was simply a... Uh, uh, hold up, I wrote this down. Uh, one moment. Good. Um, Miss Britton, why don't you... You see, you see her start to just kind of like... I know, she's my... Nudge she, a pillow under <clears throat> Spiker's She's head. our only resident supernatural expert that Super I know about. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Only resident supernatural expert <coughs> is, of course, uh, at the Indian Embassy, which I don't think she'd be very friendly. Uh... Yes, that was, um... That was Lady Collins, uh, and she wanted to speak with you because she was suspicious that her husband might be untrue to her. Why do we get so many of those? I told her that he most likely was, but Good. that I would pass along the message. That's because all men are scum, sorry. It's true. It's true. Oh. Good. Um. Even my father. I loved him. Loved him dearly, but... Uh, scum. Oh. Well, anyway, let's unpack um, that later. Um, she exits the room. All right. You have such a way with words. Oh, well. <clears throat> I wasn't paid to speak. Are you paid to do anything? <laughs> Back was. in the days when I was a yeah, lawyer, True, true, true. Very true. She yeah. was paid. Um... I'm actually fairly good with my words, but not when there's a possessed child on the drawing room floor. Um, all right, so I'm going to whip out my rope, <laughs> and I'm going to tie the doll to, like, the leg of the sofa so okay. that it can't move. I don't know if it would move by itself, but I'm not running the risk. Um, and... Right. So... So you can see a tether between the two? Mm-hmm. It's not very pretty. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what else to do. I'm going to take off my ring of protection, and I'm going to put it on Spiker's finger. Okay. I don't know if that's going to do anything right away. It might take some time. I just don't know what to do. So. Uh, Carl, mm -hmm. as the five-minute mark is approaching, you did see that there was a green glow on the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she took it off, the glow went away, and when she put it on Spiker, you see just the tiniest moat of, of green in the ring. And it's steadily getting brighter. It might take some time. Yeah. I mean, do you think it'll help? I just, uh, I, I feel, so. oh, I don't like having it not on my finger. Okay. <sighs> Do I just tie her up? Oh, she can't, you know. Yep, yep. Run off with the doll and your ring. Well, get get some more rope then. Anne emerges from the back room uh, <coughs> with a, a bunch of uh, ribbon and other apron strings. She goes, it should be sufficient to... Um, restrain? Restrain the child. Uh, I, I'll take care of it. Um, fully, fully hogtied. Alright. I have so many questions, but I'm not going to ask them right now. 
Um, so that, for the record, is temporary. I'm hoping that maybe it'll do its thing and free her, and then I can, you know, take my ring back. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. What's this ring have to do with anything? Uh, it's magical. Uh, it depends. What? You're putting me on. It depends on how much you want to know and how much you want to be involved. Is this an invitation from you, Jules, or from Mr. Patrick as well? Well, I guess it depends. I mean, uh, you straight up said it was magic, so... <laughs> and she said, are you putting me on? Yeah. I, I guess it depends on... Um, how, uh, <coughs> how deep do you want this to go? Do you want it to be a uh, employee-employer relationship, or do you want to be in on the goings-on in this establishment? Can I sleep somewhere else besides the kitchen? I mean, do we have other places where she could sleep? Uh, one You're of Patrick's many um, walk-in closets <laughs> are filled with, like, old newspapers from mm -hmm. various case clippings and uh, I did not dating realize back... that we had those. Where do you suggest you would sleep? If not under the stairs and not in the closet and not, and not in the kitchen. Well, Pat, you do have some of those closets upstairs. That is my storage. Very important files are kept there. I intend on being here for a while. I'd rather know what's going on than not. If you trust me, I'll see that that trust is earned. Collective sigh. <laughs> uh, this uh, ring um, seems to ward off negative energies. First off, Miss Pearson, are you um, familiar at all with the occult? In reputation or in uh, Practices. Well, I spent a short amount of time in Tibet. Yeah. And there were holy men there <coughs> who spoke of darkness and light and constant balance and how energies pervade all things. When it comes to the occult, though, my knowledge is limited to. Um, Book on a uh, vampire. Uh, oh, and uh, Mary Shelley's work, the, uh, the undead monster um, Frankenstein. Oh, that is unfortunately limited. That is that is all I know of the occult itself. It's never been a particularly. I haven't studied it. No. It hasn't been a area of my expertise either until recently. And now that we have encountered Miss Britton and other goings-on, 
the occult is becoming <coughs> more and more a part of the regular goings-on here in London. <clears throat> the strange letters that we've been receiving, the red ink, the black wax, and leading us on a merry chase, <coughs> been connected to <coughs> supernatural Sorry. beings, okay. demonic possessions, and uh, summonings of undead. This uh, you see her <clears throat> just kind of stumble back a little bit and is searching for a chair, and finally she finds one and pulls herself forward. I am, of course. Um, Hoping you will rely upon my reputation as a man of truth in this. I would not be leading you on if it were not absolutely the case. She's going to do an insight check. Okay. Um, she, Her eyes narrow, and she looks searchingly into your eyes, and finding no deception... She rocks back a little bit, and she goes, <laughs> Oh, I should never have come back to London. All right. Um, Perhaps not. <laughs> London is, seems to be the mouth of this uh, particular gateway from hell. And so, so has the doll tied to all this? Not sure, but... Well, uh, Pat since, says since it's somehow giving off that supernatural energy. I, I, I can't see it, so I, I, I... Since we've been encountering it more and more, I've had visions and dreams, and sometimes I can see the connections, the, the threads that bind people or objects that have been touched by supernatural elements, and that doll itself is some cursed thing. So, what I think is, we wait maybe till this ring kicks in, see if it severs a connection, then destroy the thing? That would be nice. Then maybe I can get <clears throat> my ring back. So, long and short, there's a large um, supernatural being that seems to be possessing people left and right to do its bidding across London in a merry chase to bring about the apocalypse type, uh, an, apop an apocalyptic event um, heralded by the four horsemen. And uh, we've got three horsemen have been revealed, the fourth is yet to come, and... Oh, is that Lemon one? Meringue? Lemon Meringue, yes. yes. Um... <clears throat> She stands up, she stumbles for a quick step, and then she straightens. The, the veneer of propriety returns. Jules, anything while I'm in the kitchen? Oh, right, the lemon, of course. Sorry. <laughs> to think, 20 minutes ago I was worried about the plague. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Exits, comes back, lemon rang, lemon. Would you mind... Um... That is Would so... you mind fetching my collection of Shakespeare? Uh, certainly on the bookshelf. Yes, thank you. This is a really bit of lemon. Well, if you mix it with tea, it would be much better. 
that just doesn't sound better. <laughs> she occurs downstairs with the complete works. And as she's handing it to you, she's going, Yes, now the, the storage closet right next to your bookshelf. It looks really nice and deep. Just imagine if all those newspapers went in there, I imagine it'd be a lot. Where me. would you imagine putting those newspapers? Kinglier, Act 2, Scene 4. The rubbish bin, perhaps? Uh, Miss Pearson. She looks at you, and like, there's a, a moment of, oh, come on, in her, in her eyes. I'm going to give her like a later, like, we'll work on it. Kinglier, thou <coughs> art a boil. Is that what the quote is? Well, there's nothing on this page about death. I thought that was going to be death as it said it in the letter. No, it's obviously pestilence. Well, obviously. Because it was the plague. Yes! We were going to a hospital. Sorry. <laughs> you hear a little... <laughs> and you look over and see that Anne has slapped her hand over her mouth. Sorry. Good night. So, we're just gonna... I mean, I suppose I could just watch Vigil and keep knocking her out, but I... No, I... no I'm gonna stay down here. And my closet shall remain a closet! <laughs> just let him get used to the idea. Of course, of course, of course. GET YOUR CAT OUT OF MY ROOM! He's <laughs> 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 had a rough day. Yes. Um, I've also had a rough day. It's been a rough day. Monday, Mondays are typically terrible. I'm not quite sure why, but they just feel awful. Yeah. Although Sunday was not great, and Saturday was not particularly good. It's been a rough. Uh, it's been a rough few days. May <sighs> I have my tea? Of course, Mister Patrick. Um, so what exactly do you want me to say to Butterfingers when he comes in and sees that we've trussed up Spiker and a doll? I'm sure he'll take it in stride. Great. <laughs> right. Well. <laughs> There's the kettle. <laughs> Hey, well, Mr. Patrick. Thank you. <coughs> Good night. I'm going. I'm going to just as I'm up at the the up by my door with my with my tea. I'm gonna say. I recommend anyone who wishes to come into my room, knock. My gun is loaded. <laughs> I'm just gonna turn and look at Adam and I'm gonna say that just makes me want to go in unannounced all that much more. <laughs> well, perhaps that would be. In your skill set, however, um, I, I'm not I'm gonna lie, I'm not particularly light on my feet. Well, um, no sense in having you just sit here in silence. Uh, cards? Cards. And, um, spotted brandy? Yeah. Excellent. I won't tell if you don't. Oh, I'm not gonna tell. <laughs> 
All right, uh, do a quick roll off with me to see. Okay. Um, I don't remember if I took a card set or a dice set, so I don't know if I'm particularly good at cards. Rolled off. Oh. <laughs> My dice versus your dice. <laughs> just just keep dumping them all. It doesn't say. What, what, what do I have to be? Uh, <coughs> oh, well, I got a five, so. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, and trounces 15, you. 15 dice? Well, I have had a rough day. Yep. Um, Patrick. As you are sipping your tea in your bed, just staring at your closet, which shall remain your closet. <laughs> you get the urge to just check in on Adolphus. Mm -hmm. Oh no! <sighs> it's been a while since you've given him some love. Mm -hmm. So you grab one of your little mice, you go over to your box, and sure enough, he's just oh, okay, great. <sighs> curled in his little kind of bundle. Uh, you remove the top, drop the mess. <laughs> oh, that's dark. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. And as it the cat does it too. makes its way to the, the middle of it, you just, you never want to personify to put human emotions onto creatures. However, Adolphus looks particularly pleased with himself. Good on you, Adolphus. Give me a wisdom saving throw. And then you start to speak partial tongue. He talks in his sleep. Nope. That's bad. Better than five? Uh, wisdom meets beats. Five. God, that was going to be terrible. I okay. turned into a snake. <laughs> no. Um, I believe I'm a snake. As you are looking at Adolphus. Actually, if it was a wisdom save. Save? Yes. All right. Okay. <coughs> I don't know why I was going to be lower, but I was afraid that it was for a hot second there. No, my, my save yeah. is incredible. My, As you're looking at him, is... something in the back of your head is just going, he looks delicious. You slowly raise your hand. Oh my begin to just very gently glide it over him, preparing yourself to scoop him up. You get to right above the box when your other hand just grabs your wrist. You snap out of it. Pull your hand away. The feeling is gone. Put the top back on the box. Back to your tea. I wanted to eat your snake. Who doesn't? That's why you have snakes. Tasty. Yeah. Gross. Is there anything else you wish to do before turning in in earnest? Clean my gun. Load it. Put it under my pillow with my hand on it. Great. <laughs> Sleeping in your metal plate, mm -hmm. or are you? Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, you're sleeping in 
yeah. your armor. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep that on if if Corvax uh, or whoever. Oh, show that's up. my next thing that I needed to do. Corvus. If Corvus shows I up, to get myself um, a metal he's, plate. he's gonna get a bullet in the feathers. I'm sick of these weird people just popping up and mm -hmm. screwing with my life. Mm -hmm. Okay, fair. It's having a nice time getting high and doing my normal stuff, and now I can't even do that. Life's rough. I just want to smoke opium in peace. <laughs> I just want to solve the, the odd, you know, cheating husband scandal. And, and the uh, you know, occasional murder. Occasional murder. Not a, not a you know, serial killer demon who possesses people willy-nilly. Yeah, well, beggars can't be cheaters. I'm not a beggar. That's an hour later, <laughs> or closer to an hour and a half, uh, there is a rap, rap, rap on the door, and Anne, who's... <laughs> who's again? Oh. That'd be the boy, then? Yeah, I better get it. Suit yourself. She props her uh, <coughs> feet right up on the uh, side I think, of... Uh, I think we should switch... I think we should switch to dice because this is not going well for me. Very well. I'll find the dice. Uh, so I'm going to go get Butterfingers. And uh, by the time I am like actually getting ready to open the door, it kind of sobers me up a little bit. Yep. It's Butterfingers? Yep. <laughs> okay. I got it for you. Oh, wow. I didn't think we'd get it until tomorrow. I didn't think so either, to be perfectly honest. But uh, once I told old Jack it was for you, instead of one of his, uh, you know, Others. other window workers. Uh, so uh, he did say that um, normally, and I've said, and I, I can vouch for him because I've seen him do this. For people not part of the thugs, I've seen him charged up to two pounds for these before. He's going to let you have my eight shillings. Nice. Done. I'm. I'm Oh, you can. Oh, you uh, I did not have to find it myself, so that is great. Great. Um, he's just gonna hold up a like a, a, a can, an empty can of beans, and he says, "Just go ahead and." Okay, I will put that right in there. And he. Uh, and I'm just like, like it feels good to have. That feels good. I was wondering um, if uh, maybe you know someday, because Jack Jack's lost all patience for me, but um. I'd love to learn some of your old tricks. If uh... once again, I'm overstepping. Sorry. Um, well, I'll, I'll spike them. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm not really supposed to be doing my old tricks anymore, so that might be kind of. Don't difficult. you want to have your legacy preserved? Then pass it on to the next generation. So about Spiker. What about Spiker? Well, maybe it's best if you just come see. Um, so I'm going to bring him in. Um, oh, it's nice and warm in here. Yeah, uh, so, um, things got a bit... Alright, I've got the die! Oh. oh, he's in here. Yeah, so, uh, things got a bit, um, scary. What do you mean, things got a little bit... Shh, Blake, huh? Shh! Carl, you winner. Boo boo! Try not to wake her. So, we're not exactly sure what is causing it, but there's some sort of, you're right, there's some sort of unnatural attachment to this doll. I'm hoping that uh, we're going to be able to break that attachment. It, I can't By really go tying her up? 
well, the tying her up is uh, to prevent the to prevent her grabbing the doll and making a break for it, and us never knowing where she is. She is slippery. She is. Um, right. Um. <coughs> but the thing is, I I don't want to involve you too much. Oh, I I can't even look at her like this. No. Um, um I'm going to keep her here for for a bit. Do I have to be across the street, or can I set up shop? Next, next to your door tonight. You can absolutely be next to the door tonight. Um, Miss Pearson, um, do you think you can help me move my shoe shine stand? It's uh, just, it's just easier with two people. With a polite request like that, how can I say no? Um, Jules, uh, maybe pour us one more sifter if you if you want. I, I, it's been a night. Um. Yeah. All right, lead the way, little master. Little master. <laughs> she thinks I'm a man. Yeah, you, you've been facetious. Um. All right. So, uh, yeah, I'll just kind of sit and wait okay. for Anne to come back. As you sit back in the weigh room, looking at Spiker, looking at the doll, both still seem to be completely tied up. The fire popping, crackling. Might be getting close to putting another log on there. Yeah, actually, it's going to be chilly soon, so you turn around to grab a log. Mm-hmm. And as you're putting on the fire, give me a perception check. Okay. Ooh, 16. 16's very good. As you start to put down the log, you see movement out of the corner of your eye. You stop. The doll's still just there. Mm-hmm. Could have sworn. Yeah. It's probably just a trick of the light. Go to put the log on. See it again. Your eyes narrow. Maintaining eye contact with the doll. I hate this so much. <laughs> you give me a dexterity check to put the okay the log on the fire without looking. Mm-mm. Seven. I'm quite dexterous, but I'm also quite unnerved and a little tipsy. Fair enough. The log, boom, on your foot. God damn it! Flinch, you bend down. Give me another perception check. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Uh, that's a 19. Just when you make that face, it's just really concerning. Or the doll's tied up, right? Yeah, well... Now I'm feeling a little uncertain about that. Sorry, I just had to call up the stats real quick. It's a demon. I don't like that! Demon doll! You like to call them demo doll? As you look back over, you see scurrying behind the sofa. 
Is it my cat? The doll's not where you tied it up. Oh! The cat took the, cat took the doll. I hate that. I hate that. Where's Spiker? Spiker is still trussed up and unconscious. Doesn't seem to be reacting to Does not the... seem to be freaking out quite yet. Okay. Echoing in the room without any discernible source. Oh, I hate it so much. I hate this so much. Ladybird, ladybird, fly away home. Your house is on fire and your children are gone. All except one. And her name is Anne. And she hid under your shoes. You look down and between your legs. <laughs> the doll is right there. Great. With the fire poker. Love that. And I need you to roll, roll initiative. for initiative. Ah! <clears throat> I'm being attacked by a demon doll. Thanks for going up to bed, Pat, to eat your snake. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, look at all my... Uh... Oh, my. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? After all this time, all the great things you fought, great stories you told, you taken out by a doll. For the purposes of I'm upstairs with a doll this, we're going to yeah, well, say... Punch up the, the doll face, and I'll be up with the doll face. We're going to call this the kitchen, this your receiving area, or no, sorry, we're going to call this the room where it's happening. Okay. The room where it happened. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, yeah. put yourself, we'll say that the fireplace is uh, this thing. Okay, so I'm like right there. Well, I don't have much maneuvering space. I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh. I forgot that I finished her. Okay. Carl, you may roll for initiative as well. Hey. You're going to be part of this game? Nice. Okay, so, Jules, what'd you get? 20. Ooh, very nice. 18. 18? Very nice. <coughs> Dang, I was feeling really hot. You still are. Oh, you're funny. Because I love you. I love you too. All right, um, Jules. Yeah. You may start us off. Okay, great. Uh, so for my bonus action, um, I think, yeah. For a bonus action, I'm going to yell, Pat! <laughs> um, like, this is probably the loudest she's yelled, like, ever. Great. Um, give me a uh, performance check. Uh, 11. 11? Okay. Pat. Don't sound like Pat. Well, I was, I was, I was. <laughs> sounds like you're screaming something else. Oh, well. Patrick, go ahead and give me a perception check. 
It doesn't sound very good. It's only 17. Okay, you've definitely heard. Oh! Pat! Okay. That's your bonus so then, action. then um, I'm going to. I uh, am much faster getting out a knife um, than I, a dagger. And I also don't want to shoot up my house. So. So we got those cool uh, feats that we can try out. Well, once you get down here. Um, now, my bladed fan does more damage, actually, than a dagger, so I'm going to whip that out, if that's okay, okay with you. Most certainly. Um, okay. Uh, so I'm going to stab down at this thing. Okay. Um, do I need to declare... C can I wait to do my disarm thing till I know if I hit, or do I have to... Let's see. When I hit with a weapon attack. Okay. So I'm going to wait to see if I hit. Great. I only have one attack. You're a rogue. I know. <sighs> Natural one? Oh, a two! So that's eight. That does not hit. Yeah, well, shocker. Um, and I used a bonus action to yell, so I can't, you know, disengage or anything like that. And Fair I enough. can't use. My new awesome ability. So that's fun. But I can move. Yes, you can. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna. Well, okay. I'm gonna not have her be between my legs. Okay. So, what? But I'm not going to move to promote an attack of opportunity because there's really. I, I don't want to leave Spiker alone with the demon doll. Yep. Um. So I guess we'll be there. Okay. Mr. Patrick, it is your turn, oh, sir. Oh, good. I'll come down. Okay, so uh, your movement, so if you were in bed, that's half your movement to get up, and we'll say that uh, the rest of your movement will get you to the top of the stairs. Okay. Thank you. We'll say that that's top of the stairs. Top of the stairs. Top of the stairs are to you. All right. I'll dash, I guess. Okay. Um, to get flanking, or to get next to Jules, or to get between it and Spiker? What are you doing? Um, can I get next to Jules? You can. Right, so I'll get next to her. Ladybird! <coughs> um, <laughs> Ladybird! Is the doll actually, like, is the mouth moving? Yeah, it's got, like, this weird porcelain okay. hinge now. Cool. I mean, not, but, you know. You see that one of the eyes has also become cracked and black, and the other one's bulbous and bigger than the other. Oh, fab. Um, I'm going to <coughs> use my bonus action to uh, adjust the way that you're holding your, um, your fan, say, I don't know, more like this and cast um, here, try it more like this on you, um, adds a plus one to your attack roll Great. and bonus, bonus on that weapon. Nice. Uh, it's concentration on me. So. Nice. Very nice. Um, concentration. <coughs> oh, I love that we get to use these. Um, concentration. I don't have any more spell slots. Concentration. <laughs> Great. It is now... Anne's turn. Yeah. And by Anne, I mean the doll. The doll. Of course. Um, and, uh, oh, who to go for? Who to go for? Well, she spooked you first, so she's gonna, she's gonna press with that. Um, 
You see, uh, she, she has uh, so she has the the fire poker in one hand, which is almost as big as she is. But then you see her also pull out a uh, very nasty looking sewing needle off of the off of her her dress. <laughs> and uh, she's going to take a swing at you first with the fire poker. Okay. Uh, <laughs> natural twenty. Can I use don't touch me? Uh, what does don't touch me do? Wait, don't you have a thing? Um, I just can't, couldn't remember. No, no, no. It can't be used to deflect an attack. I did that on purpose. I just couldn't remember. So, no, I can't use it. Okay, gotcha. Um, so... Wait, 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 but I can! Um, because I'm a rogue, use... Uncanny dodge? Yeah! And what does uncanny dodge do again? I don't know. Let me look. (laughs) When an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use a reaction to have the attack's damage against you. Well, this is definitely... Time to do it. A time to do that. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. So So that's my reaction. Okay, so let's see. So, uh, this is, this is just the, this is the fire poker... So I thought you said it was the needle. No, mm. fire poker first, then needle. This doll has multi-attack? What the crap? It's a speedy little thing. Um, okay, so let's see. So that's going to be porcelain. Uh, a D6 to start. So that's six, and then I rolled six. Um, so that's about <coughs> then plus what? <coughs> Where is it? Um... Plus four. So uh, that's going to be, 16. so that would have been 12, so that would have been 16 points, so halved. Mm. Never mind. I didn't say anything. Oh, that's right, because we don't do our, oh, I don't even know if I'm at full health right now. I don't know what I was going in with this with. I don't think I took any damage anywhere. Oh, great. So, whoops. You yep. lose 16 points of sanity. <laughs> nope. Uh, that being said, though, I do want the both of you to give me a sanity check. Oh, great, thanks. I want to lose because I want another phobia that is perfect. I'm scared of dolls. I'm good, 20. I'm, I lost 61. Yeah, baby! Woohoo! Ha ha ha! I'm crazy! Okay, go ahead and uh, roll me a D8 and add one. That's a death wish. Oh, wait, but you just got a new one, so it's going to be a <clears> That's a one, so that's a two. Okay, so you lose two points of sanity. Two uh, points of sanity. You don't develop anything this time. But I want to. You should probably go back to church. No way. No way. Take me to church. I'm scared of carrying dolls and getting the play. So here's here's Carl's uh, Carl's thing. Uh, If I'm going to be a pawn, the only way to turn into a queen is to get to the other side. Fast way to the other side. Drop to zero in insanity. Let's go, baby! Woo! This is a bold strategy, sir. Let's go! I'm excited to see how Take him out for you. From the inside. I'm not. <laughs> Gotta get to the other <laughs> side. Gotta get to the other side. I'm gonna check this okay. mate. Here we go. Uh, so that was attack number one. Okay. Uh, and attack number two with the needle. I'm going She's crazy. gonna try and jab it down into your foot. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna miss. Yay! Um, so you, ha, ha, the fire poker really hurt, but you are able to kind of twirl pirouette mo- uh, partially out of the way, so it was more of a glancing blow than anything else. And as you see it uh, coming down, you go, whoo, and you almost uh, ninja kick it in the face, uh-huh. uh, trying to get away. Um, it uses... <laughs> <laughs> so it uses its bonus action to disengage. And it's going to go... <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay. So he did just burn the house down? 
that's all we can do now. <laughs> Top the order. Jules. Uh, well, I also... By the way, as she sprints up the stairs, you see, Jules, you see Spiker start to... Shake. It's a cow's floor down now. Okay, well, um, I mean, I'll give Chase. I'll chase the dumb doll. Good luck. Upstairs. See ya. Pat! Good luck. Okay. 5, 10, 15, 20. 25 gets you there. You see that the door to Patrick's room is open. If that's okay. where it seems that it's so gone, it's I will go 5, there. 10, 15, 20, 25. 30 gets you in there. Give me a perception check. Okay. Ooh, that's that's seven. That's unfortunate. <laughs> it could, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Okay. Um I guess I don't know what its movement speed is, but it should be right there. Um, um, I'll just wait there and I'll take the dodge action. Dodge, uh, I think. Um, uh, can you take dodge as a bonus action as a rogue? Mm-hmm. Um, cunning action. You can take to the dash, disengage, or hide action. You can't take a dodge action as a bonus action, unfortunately. That would, that's a shame. Well, great. Then I'll hide as a bonus action. Great. Okay. Um, uh, so, uh, here, as you can see... Uh, looks like you could probably uh, try to duck behind some curtains over here. Mm -hmm. um, you'd have to use your either your action or your bonus action to dash to get there, but then you could use the other action because you can. Well, no, no, I'll just pop back out the door. Like I'll just, I'll just poke. Like story wise, I will have poked my head in. Great, I'm just gonna, love like, it. Stand right Go ahead and give me a stealth check. Oh my good golly, eleven. Okay. Um, and, uh, technically you still have an action, then, if you'd like to hold it. Uh, oh, I guess that's true. Um, all right, if she pops out and attacks me, I will retaliate. Great. Awesome. Patrick, you saw Jules, um, run up the stairs, turn to your study, and then just immediately flatten herself against the wall, bladed fan at the ready. Spiker is convulsing next to you. Um, I'm going to lay on hands, Spiker. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah I'll give her five uh, HP if I can do that. And then I'm going to um, 
Go up the stairs. Okay, that negates the first round of pain to her. Nice. So, um, she's still convulsing, but it's calmed now for a little bit. Okay. Uh, 5, 10, 15. 15 gets you right behind Jules. You have 15 speed of movement left. Yeah, that's it for now. We're good. Okay. Do that. Great. Um, there's... <laughs> no fair! Um, and uh, darting back out into the Kill hallway... It. Um, My trigger is her attacking yeah, me, not um, me seeing She me. flies around the corner. <laughs> um, with the uh, poker and the needle once again. Mm-hmm. Um, as you are literally the only one. I mean, she's hidden. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh, very good point. Very good point. Um, so she entered. Um, so you, you had an 11. You had an 11 of stealth, right? You had an yeah. 11 of stealth? Okay. She doesn't see you. Oh, yeah, but that sucks because my trigger was her attacking me, not me seeing her. That was yeah. dumb. So we'll say that you're, like, pinned up in the shadows of the, of the, uh... Okay. Of the stairwell. Um, she's a tiny creature, so she's able to scurry yeah. under you anyway. Um, and she goes, Hi! <laughs> and does, a, like, a little leap at Pat. Gross. So you guys are technically in the same spot right now, but... <coughs> I don't have that capability. So here comes the fire poker. Uh, nope. That's a two. That's definitely not going to hit. Repost. Um, so it misses me. I'm going to use my reaction. Okay. To make a melee attack against it. Go for it. Woo-hoo. Yes. Which doesn't that give me a thing then too? I don't know. I thought it was the other way around. I don't remember. There we go. That's going to be a 16 to hit. 16 just hits. Ooh, that's gross. So. Oh. Yes. I can impose disadvantage. On all attacks against him. As a reaction? Um, no, it's when it misses you. It's, um, I've gained the ability to fight back-to-back with another person defending them, allowing them to defend you. You gain the following benefits. When an ally is within five feet of you while you are holding a melee weapon, oh, Which, you may use a bonus action to impose disadvantage. Okay. So, okay. Okay, so this is the you first can do that. Time. Exactly, so yeah, you can yeah, do yeah, that yeah. next turn. Yep. All right, so let's see. I got, uh, hold up. Oh, it's incredible. Seven. Twelve points. Twelve points? That's great. Nice. That is a, that is a chunky hit. That was a chunky hit. Oh, when an attacker misses an ally that you are defending, I gain advantage on the next attack roll. Say, say that again for me one de- more time. I know, person. but this is what I'm this is what I'm I'm going back over this because we haven't had a chance to use this yeah, yet. Yeah, no, totally. Needle attack. Uh, that probably still won't hit. Um, I don't think I have to use a bonus 16? action to do that. You and I are just fighting each other. Well, it says defending. So the defend thing is use a bonus action to defend mm-hmm. me. That's, that's a different bullet point. 16? That just hits. 16 just hits? Okay. Um. So, yeah. Okay, so, um. Is that under the same thing? Because it says use a bonus action. Mm-mm. So... It has this, and then it has three bullet points, and this top bullet point is the bonus action. This is just a thing. A thing. That's cool. Okay, there's that. Um, and then that. So the, wow. Okay, so the pinprick is just that. It feels like she literally just pokes your ankle 
with a little little, little tiny needle and you're for a second you're just like ah that's annoying but then you start to feel this I was afraid of that. And you look down and you see uh, where the needle made impact. Uh, black ichor starts to run through your veins up your ankle. Gross. You need to give me a uh, DC 12 charisma saving throw. Did it. Did it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And concentration. Concentration. Beat the concentration. So. Okay, great. Um, so she stabs you with the needle and she's looking up at you. And then when you see, she sees you just kind of kind of shake your leg a little bit. She goes, Oh, shite. Um, and uh, that is all she... Uh, let's see. She used half a minute to get up and five, ten. Uh, yeah, so no. So um, she can't even do anything with her bonus action this time around. Um, she could dash, but then she'd take an attack of opportunity. She's going to... She, yeah, she's going to take attack of opportunity. Uh, you already used your reaction. Uh, mm-hmm. Not that it matters. Um, you haven't. Attack of opportunity. Yep. Um. Uh. My next attack roll has advantage because Great. she missed an attack, so I'm gonna roll with advantage here. Um. So that'll be twenty-one to hit. Uh, twenty-one definitely hits. So. Um. Does this get Terrible. sneak attack? Uh. If you had advantage, then yes. Cool. I need some d6s. That's, that's how that works. I am not sure how many d6s I have at this level. I think you have two d6. I could be wrong. Nope, four. You're absolutely right. Wow, look at that. 46. Okay. Plus one d6, plus three. Move all of these things here. I love all the pretty dice. Um, I am also, while I'm here, I'm going to use my superiority die um, to do, where'd it go? <laughs> Sorry. To do disarming attack. Great. Um, so I can add my superiority die to the damage. Where do I see what that is? The superiority die is a d6. It's a d6? Yep. <clears throat> Great. Um, and then uh, she'll have to do a strength Great. saving throw. Of what amount? A 14. She fails. Um, so, uh, odds... So she's disarmed. Yep, so odds um, will be the fire poker, evens will be the needle. Okay. Even, so... Okay, she was the needle. Yeah, great. Okay, so this is... Wow, I did not roll well. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 points of damage. That still did quite a bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> disarming her, uh, quite literally, your uh, your uh, bladed fan comes down and ping, there's yeah, a sharp you, crash of porcelain you, you as the, the right arm. Um, to the damage? Yeah. I thought I was adding it to Fourth. the... Oh, make that 19. How do you want to... I'm joking. Um, <laughs> uh, but she is now missing the right arm or the right arm that had the needle. I just the, the arm is still sitting on the on the ground with the needle firmly clenched in it. Well, great. And she scurries back into Patrick's room. That was a really fun turn. Okay, uh, so, and speaking of which, it is now your turn again. Okay, well, I will whoop, yep. hop down from my spot. I mean, I already did do attacker, so I'm going to go in the room. Great. Um, give me a perception check, but I would be shocked if you... Well... 
10. You only had to beat a four. Well, great. She So you see her just kind of like hiding underneath one of the legs of the table. Uh-huh. Uh, but the fire poker is sticking out. And she's just going, ow, took my shit. I didn't hide my arm. I can't believe she just took it straight off. I can just give it. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to gut her wide open. I'm going to miss her. It's really quiet. <laughs> okay. Well, unfortunately, I used all of my stuff on that last one, so I don't have advantage or anything this time. Okay. Um, she currently has half cover because of the because of the table. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I am. I am going to. Um, hold your action. Hold my action until Pat is within five feet of me. Great. Um, for my bonus action. Uh, Can I hide? <laughs> Hello. Ooh, no, no, no. <laughs> you didn't see anything. <laughs> Um no, I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna wait for Pat. Great. Patrick, it is your turn. Awesome. Sweet. I would like to come into the room. Okay. <laughs> have to be five feet away from Jules. Yep. Um So he's within five feet of me. Yep. Um which means I can attack. Um actually don't know that I get any benefit from this right off the bat. Um, but I will if I'm attacked. Okay. Ooh, it's Sorry, this feat has a lot okay. to it. It's okay. So I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing anything. So I'm going to attack. I still have the plus one on my fan, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, but you're within five feet of me, but that doesn't give me advantage. Wait a second. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't give you advantage. No, you have to mi get missed first. Yeah, sorry. That's I okay. I, I should have done something before I came in. That's I okay. Didn't. I could have given you advantage if I had chosen, but I didn't. Oh, well, it, it's okay. I should have, you know, said my trigger was when she came in, but we all made mistakes. Hey! 15? Miss. Miss. Oh. Well... Even if she wasn't under the table, it'd be a mess. Oh, I forgot she was under the table. Yeah. Um, that's fine. I, I just got a good hit in. So, that's my... Okay. <coughs> Patrick. <coughs> Kablam! Kabl Four, You're shooting up the a, house. That's a 20. Uh, 20. Hold up, hold up. Half cover does what? Half cover. Where is our cover? Oh, there it is. Half cover is only plus two. Miss, I mean hit. Hey. And then a uh, 17 to hit. Ah, uh, miss. Okay. Wow. So. Under that table. So my first hit does six points of damage. Patrick, how do you want to do this? Thank goodness. Um... I want it to, um, when Jules misses, I want it to like pop its head out and <laughs> right through the right through the eye. Even better. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, so as Jewel slams the uh, the uh, short sword, uh, her bladed fan, uh, and just barely ducks behind like one of the wooden legs of the table, the it's temporarily lodged in there, and a, a, a an, an expression of annoyance then followed by a little bit of. Apprehension uh, comes onto Jules' face as the puppet, uh, as the doll, 
um, bursts out from underneath the table, hops up Jules' blade, starts to run at her with the with the uh, poker. Poker. <laughs> 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 okay. As soon as it's Smoking. blown off, I am booking it down to Spiker to see if she stopped convulsing. Great. Um, <coughs> give me a medicine check. She's not. She's not convulsing. But she's not breathing either. Huh, that's a nat one. Not breathing. Okay. Um, I'm just going to yell for Pat. Pat! And Pat, as you um, are sheathing, sheathing your gun in its holster, uh, taking a deep breath, looking at these shattered remains, you see that there's one bit of the face that is still intact, and it's the mouth. Mm-hmm. It's going... <laughs> run, run, run as Step. fast as you can! Crunch, crunch, crunch under my, under my foot. The rest of it bursts into this uh, very small, lightly ashen color uh, before it just becomes piles of dust. Patrick, you make your way downstairs to where Jewel is. Nice. You make your way over to Spiker. At that point in time, as that was only less than a minute, um, the ringing of the gunshot and in Spike, uh, a hand in Butterfingers burst into the foyer. What? What was that? What are you shooting at? What? And Butterfingers is running in. What's going on? What's going on? You're in front of Spiker. Give me a mess and check. (coughs) 13? She's not breathing. Not breathing. Alright. Cool. I'm going to first. That's not gonna really help. I'll do it anyways. I'm going to do a little bit of a um, initial check. Do the eyes, you know, clear the see the air passageway stuff, and uh, if she's blinded, deaf, and paralyzed, or poisoned, that's um, off of her. Um, still not breathing. Still not breathing. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, pump uh, the rest of my lay on hands, 30 points of lay on hands into her. Give me a cold check. This is, is, is history? What is this? No. It's religion. Religion. Okay. Plus three. Alright, um, that's a 10. 10 was the DC. Woo! You are giving her CPR, just trying to do anything, and as you're compressing on her chest, you breathe in deep, and your right eye flashes again for a brief moment, and you look all around you and you see 
green energy, the corrupted energy that's remaining from the doll, starting to whiff down the stairs, looking like it's going out the door. You grab onto the tail of that energy, struggling. It almost pulls away. You bring it, compress it into your own hands, going back to the compressions, and you see the corrupted essence, the the ashen smoke separating from the green energy. And as that flies out the window, you push it back into Spiker. She's breathing. Spiker! Spiker, thank goodness! I thought we lost you there for a second. Spiker? She'll be alright, give her time. Her eyes are staring forward. Mm -hmm. Um. Pat, do you think the ring is doing any good or should I just take it back? It's doing as much good on her as it was on you, protecting her from things, but now that she's been separated from the parasite, I uh, don't see much need for it. I wanna, I wanna take my ring back um, and replace it on my finger. But I think there's the, uh, the doll's gone. The doll's destroyed. It was quite a problem. It was quite a problem. Why is she just staring like that? She's in shock. She needs rest. We need rest. We all need rest. See Butterfinger take out a small pocket knife and he cuts away the ribbons and the apron strings that were tying Spiker together. Spiker. Dips her a couple pats on the face. Spiker, you there? Like I said, she's in shock. Come on. Let's find you a bit of closet space to stay warm. She can use my coat tonight. I'll, um, I'll make do in the sitting room. Why don't we set up uh, something for Butterfingers in the kitchen as well so he can be near? Mm -hmm. <coughs> I'll take care of it. Um, two of you can go along and get to bed. I'll, uh, I'll keep watch over them tonight. Um, I'm going to go upstairs. I never... I said that the only thing I brought from the courtesan was the incense. Correct. Um, meaning I don't have anything that even resembles a toy ever. Um, but what Jules is going to do um, is she's going to take a stocking. She's going to take a scarf. She's going to try to assemble something that looks somewhat like not even a doll exactly, but like 
looks somewhat humanoid in shape mm -hmm. um, that she can give Spiker to hold while she sleeps. Gotcha. Go ahead and just give me a... Um... I mean, because that would have been the kind of doll that yeah. Jules had when she give was a child. Give me a check and add your intelligence and your dexterity. Okay. Well, my intelligence is minus one, so... <laughs> Uh, so 12. Okay. It's not the prettiest, <coughs> but you've almost made it so that the, the sock almost looks like a cap on a very vaguely humanesque shape. Uh, the scarf that you chose for the stocking is draped over and across so that it was almost robe-like in appearance. You're not terrible with the needle, so you have a couple of spare buttons that you give it some eyes at least. You after about 20 minutes have it complete and you go back downstairs and you see Butterfinger his head resting against a cupboard wrapped up in a blanket just kind of leaning against it no more than two feet away from Spiker. And Spiker's still just staring up at the ceiling eyes wide as you bring the doll sat next to her the head lolls and the eyes look at you you fed me to it I was running away from it. You got me. But then you fed more of me to it. So you could get away. That's not what a friend would do. Spiker, what are you remembering? What are you remembering? Spiker, are you dead? Not right now. Then how could I have fed you to anything if you're still right here? Persuasion check. Uh, that's a cut. Um, twenty. It doesn't make any sense, Jules. was in your head, Spiker. Whatever was in that doll was in your head and made you see things that aren't necessarily real. Shadows of things that might someone wants to exist but don't. 
I think. This, um, I'm going to hold the doll up to her. Say, this is, uh, this is Elizabeth. She's not much to look at. But she can be there for you if you want her to be. And she won't tell you anything that you don't want to hear. She reaches out slowly, tentatively. Takes hold of her. Brings her right next to her ear. She's quiet. Elizabeth. Sorry, Jules. You don't have anything to be sorry for. None of this was your fault. And called him the String King. The String King? I think she called who the String King? Her father. The nice man from Whitechapel. Jules. Yeah. Anne wasn't the only doll that he gave. Inside, Jules is screaming a little bit at that, um, but she's not going to show that um <coughs> do you know who else he gave them to kids like me if you see another one like Anne let us know where you saw it alright Um, I'm going to reach out my hand because once again, I'm pretty, kid, yeah. I'm good with kids. I'm going to reach out my hand and I'm going to put my hand on her head if she lets me. Mm -hmm. Very much coming slowly to yeah. let her know this is She's what I'm going. She's looking at it and then she just kind of I put my hand into it. on her head and I'm going to uh, just do a gentle, harmless sort of little caress on her head, a comfort gesture. I say, now you get some sleep. You deserve a good night's sleep. I don't think you've had one in a few days. Good night. Good night. <coughs> she rolls over and closes her eyes, cuddled up to Elizabeth. Um, so before I go to bed, I'm going to knock on Pat's door. Mm. Um, I'll go in, and just because it's late, yep. um, I'm just going to convey the important aspects of my conversation with director. We got String King, we got more dolls. Oot and a boot. Um, Great. Yeah. <clears throat> it just keeps getting better, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we might have the plague. I mean, Given all the other things that are going on, 
It's like Miss Pearson said. To think we were worried about having the plague. Good night, Pat. I hope you can sleep. Good night, Miss Walker. Um, as I go up to my room, I'm fingering the ring, which is now back snug on my mm-hmm. finger, and I'm just shaking my head. It's like, I don't know if I want to get up tomorrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> as you both cozy up in your respective beds, Carl, is there anything else? Mm-hmm. Very well. Not necessarily. The midnight hour is close at hand. A whole new week has begun. A good doctor to defend. An old woman to remain protected. A meeting with a mysterious society at the Ten Bells. A gargantuan Indian woman in possession of the haunted manuscript. A friend fighting madness behind the cells. An ever-expanding web of darkness seizing London. Sleep does not come easy, but sleep at last does come. And that is where we will end tonight's episode of Dark Was the Night. We hope you had a good time. Spooky good time. Because I know I did. I'm Roosevelt. I'm Zorin. I'm Emily Sue. And we're going to 